Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bon Voyage Language Experience Podcast. I am Elizabeth Porter, your language lady, and I know it has been a couple of weeks since my last episode. Um, let me tell you, it's been it's been quite the the few weeks here. So February eighth, I tripped over the dog. We have a, a beagle. Uh, his name is Oscar, the office dog. He he comes to work with me. And um, I was getting ready to put my shoes on to take Daniel to get new shoes. And Oscar got under my feet and I tripped over him. I dislocated my elbow and I broke my humerus and my ulna. So the two, two of the bones um, that make up the elbow joint, the, the top of those, they had broken pieces off. So I have been like basically, I mean, if, and it's in my right hand. So if anybody out there has ever broken your dominant hand or, you know, um, arm or whatever, um, it's really hard. And so I've been just kind of in a lot of pain. Um, the, the doctor says no surgery for now, so that's good. But it's, it's put a kind of been cramping my style a little bit, keeping me from getting stuff done. So I've been like sitting at home on my couch working from my laptop and I haven't been in my office to, to do the podcast until today. So I'm excited to be back with you today to talk about, um, some things that have been on my mind lately. I really wanted to talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. It seems a little late to do that now, but I'm I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, but first, I want to I want to talk to you a little bit about a new uh, a new opportunity. If you have a, a business and you want to support our Bon Voyage students who are going to be traveling uh, to our international programs. Over the summer, we're looking for 2020 sponsors. And so I am going to put the information in the show notes if you're interested in becoming a sponsor. One of the perks of becoming a sponsor at the highest level is that you get a, a full ad on our podcast um, to share whatever you want. So, and you're, you're, you know, you're mentioned as a sponsor at some of the um, other levels. So anyway, that if you're interested in supporting our mission, which is um, fostering uh, compassionate, open-minded hearts towards the world, um, fostering global citizenship and linguistic education in the United States and um, the first steps in diplomacy, we would really appreciate um, any support you would want to give. If you are a business owner or an individual who just believes in our mission, um, I'd really, we'd really love it. So anyway, you'll have to excuse if you, you can hear in the background, we've got Oscar, the office dog, who is in his um, little office crate behind me. So he doesn't get into shenanigans while I'm doing the podcast today. Um, anyway, so what I want to talk about is, um, I wanted to, I wanted to first talk about the, uh, the, the Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl halftime show. And I, so normally I'm not into the Super Bowl. Um, my husband, we like, usually he'll only watch it if the Seahawks are playing. And, um, so anyway, so we were, <laughs> 
he turned, he came downstairs and turned it on. Um, I had been reading, um, for, for some, some lesson, uh, materials that I was creating and he came downstairs and he turned it on and, um, and it was halftime and I was like, oh, you know, we don't need to watch the halftime show. And he goes, no, well, we'll just watch it and I'll just leave it on because I want to see how they're doing. And it was, um, you know, Shakira and JLo. And I'm not a huge, you know, I'm not a huge fan. Usually I don't care one way or the other about the halftime show. And I'm not like a huge fan of either one of them. But as I watched it, I realized that it was incredible what they had done. And here are so many people out there complaining about the the way they were dancing, the way that they were dressed, the way that they were, you know, presenting themselves. Here's here's the thing. First of all, J-Lo is 50 years old. 50. I'm going to be 40 next month and I can't even do half the things that she was doing. So if I could get up there and dance like that, heck yes, I would. And there is a reason why people were saying, oh, pole dancing, pole dance. There was a pole on there and she was dancing on a pole. Well, I think a lot of times pole dancing has a negative connotation because, you know, there's a reason why they have pole dancing classes at the gym because it's extremely, um, uh, you know, difficult to do. It uses a lot of muscles, it's extremely athletic. And I think that, you know, pole dancing doesn't necessarily need to be synonymous with strip joints, right? So anyway, so a lot of people were saying that. And, but what I saw when I watched that were two incredibly strong women. And the other thing that I saw was a very culturally diverse um, performance. I saw something that was bringing culture to our population. I mean, I I was, I was just, they had me when they started speaking or singing in Spanish, seriously. Like I, I was so incredibly just, oh my gosh, they're singing in Spanish and they're singing in another language. And this is incredible. But then, you know, there was a lot of different, um, things that were going on in that performance. There was so much more than Latin American culture. There was, um, there was some, you know, Middle Eastern culture with the belly dancing. Now belly dancing is a Middle Eastern, you know, Arabic culture, um, thing, mostly like in Morocco, you know, like, uh, I remember when I turned 18, there was a Moroccan restaurant in Seattle and I, I I don't think it's there anymore or maybe it is, but, um, I went there and they did, um, you had Moroccan food and you had belly dancing and, you know, and belly dancing is extremely, it's not provocative. It's, it's, it's cultural. And I guess Shakira did something with her mouth that, exudes joy in that culture. So, I mean, I, I really feel like this was a, a nod to the fact that we need more culture in our, in our daily lives. And that this was a, it was an awareness piece. Um, and so, and, and it brought me to a couple of different different thoughts, uh, further down. And the, the other thing that I, I found when JLo had her daughter with the Puerto Rican flag and she was singing 
born in the USA. I I looked at my husband and I looked at the TV and I said, I see you, J-Lo. I see what you're trying to say. I saw exactly what she was doing there. She was bringing awareness to the fact that Puerto Ricans are Americans too. Puerto Rico is not a different country. Um, and that they're, they're a culture. You know, we can have so many different cultures within our American culture. And we're all beautiful and we're all... Um, we all have a place here. And I think that that's one of the messages that was being brought about in this Super Bowl um, halftime show. And maybe, you know, maybe I'm reading a little more into it than I should have, than I should, but I don't think I am because I think really what the message was is we all have a place here. Every single one of us, we are all, but the, the one thing that doesn't have a place here is hate and bigotry and intolerance. And then that brought me to another, another thought uh, down the line. And that was, you know, cause I, I'm preparing a um, global citizenship course on teachable right now um, for, for teachers to use or whoever wants to use it. And one of the things that one of the lessons that I teach to students when I'm teaching this global citizenship course in person, and it will soon be online, is what is a stereotype and where does a stereotype come from? Where does do these feelings of resentment and hate come from? Well, they come from what we don't understand, essentially. They come from ignorance. You know, what's the opposite of ignorance? Enlightenment. Ignorance is not is not stupidity or lack of intelligence. It's the lack of knowledge. So I think a lot of people confuse ignorant, the word ignorant with the word with, you know, as being synonymous with not being intelligent or not being a person who or, or being a stupid person. But it's not that at all. It's a lack of knowledge. That's all it is. And I think that a lot of the, you know, a lack of knowledge, ignorance can lead to, you know, these, these ideas that, that what I do is the norm, what I do is right, and what you do is completely wrong because it's not the norm. If you think about it in other countries, you know, what they do is their norm. It may not be the norm for us, but it's their norm. What we do is strange to them. But learning about each other and learning about our cultural differences, we kind of have the opportunity, or we, I'm sorry, not kind of, but definitely, we definitely have the opportunity here to not, um, we have the opportunity to understand each other. Let's just put it that way, to, to, to eliminate the ignorance that feeds into what becomes fear of what is different. So instead of fearing what is different, why don't we step out of our comfort zones and try to understand? Instead of criticizing what we don't understand as being lewd or gross or whatever, let's try to understand where it comes from. I saw right away that that was cultural. And of course, you know, I saw that because 
I am me and I do what I do for a living. And, you know, this is my area of expertise. But, you know, just the fact that there's a discussion about it or has been, you know, it's kind of died out now. I kind of missed, I know I kind of missed the mark with my arm being broken, um, getting on here and talking about it. But, you know, I think the message is still the same. That was a way to educate and enlighten the population because I think more people, I mean, I think the the Super Bowl, isn't it the most viewed television event in America or something? Isn't it like more people watch the Super Bowl than anything else on TV? So I think that, you know, the the performance, the people who planned it and J-Lo and Shakira her, themselves had this idea in their head that this was a way for them to educate and enlighten the population and say, hey, look, this is us. This is culture. And like I said before, we all have a place here, every single one of us. And what should not have a place here is the ignorance and that feeds the fear, that feeds the hatred. Um, you know, wh- what's the definition of, of freedom, in my opinion, is education. Education sets you free. You just you know, enlightening and educating yourself on any given topic, it sets you free. So anyway, um, that's, that's some things that I, I wanted to, to bring up today in the podcast. And then the other thing I, that, that I was thinking about is, you know, what are some other, um, you know, just, just cultural body language, how body language in different cultures can be different. Um, for example, or expressions, so, for example, um, the middle finger in America is pretty vulgar, and it means something really bad, right? Whereas the peace sign in Europe or some other countries, it, it doesn't mean peace. It means the same thing as the middle finger does in the U.S. So, I mean, even just learning each other's body language, um, for example, I'm I'm just thinking of France, you know, there's a, there's, um, if somebody tells you something and you think that they're lying or pulling your leg or something, you put your pinky up to your, to your eye and you pull on your eyelid with your pinky. And that means monoi, which means like, you're pulling my leg. You're not telling me the truth. Really? Are you kidding? (laughs) Um, so there's just different, um, you know, expressions and body language and, and ways that those things are interpreted other places around the world. Um, and then just like dance and things like that, you know, you think of back to the Super Bowl, um, Latin American dancing is very, you know, think about salsa dancing. It's very sensual. It's very touchy feely. Um, you know, and not all cultures have the same ideas about the body. Um, I heard a lot of people on Facebook and social media saying, oh, you know, the way that they were dressed was just terrible and lewd and, you know, all this stuff. First of all, um, I'd like to point out to those people that the year before, last year, um, we had Adam Levine, who was. First of all, let me just go back for a second. Adam Levine, my husband looks is like his doppelganger. Like seriously, my husband looks like Adam Levine. He does. 
So <laughs> anyway, um, but Adam Levine was, you know, basically wearing less than what Shakira and JLo were wearing. They were wearing bodysuits. And, you know, I see little girls that are like two and three years old wearing less than that and women wearing less than that on a beach. So, I mean, saying that they were not dressed appropriately, I, I think is not a pretty weak argument. But at the same time, you know, like I, I tell my students when, when we're traveling to France, for example, they might see a billboard with a, a, a woman with her, you know, bare breasts up on a billboard or naked people on the TV commercials and things like that. It's just that we don't, you know, American, America historically has been pretty puritanical in thinking. Um, and we have this idea that the body should not be something that is um, celebrated, that you that you should kind of hide your body away. And yeah, there are, you know, there are cultures that um, even within the United States, but all around the world that believe in modesty, you know, think of Middle Eastern cultures, you, know, you have to have your shoulders covered. I've, I've traveled to Morocco. And when I was in Morocco, um, you know, it's ungodly hot in Morocco. And I haven't been, I haven't been to Morocco since I was like 19. I think that's when I went to Morocco. Um, I think it was like 19 or 20 when I went there. Um, but it was really hot there. But, you know, you have to have your your shoulders covered as a woman. Um, you know, you go into Catholic churches in Europe and you have to have um, your shoulders covered and down to your knees and all of that. So there are differences in the way that modesty is perceived, the way that the body is perceived, the way that the body is celebrated. But what I saw was, you know, we need to understand that instead, you know, Latin American cultures um, and in European cultures, with the exception of going into churches and stuff, like the body is not something that we should be ashamed of or that we should hide away. Now, I mean, appropriateness is appropriateness, but honestly, I I didn't see anything at all inappropriate about what they were wearing in the Super Bowl. And in fact, I mean, I have boys. I don't have girls. I have I have two boys. But I mean, like I I don't think that that would that that performance was a bad influence on my nieces or anything like that or even on my on my boys, on my on my sons. Um and 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 I read this article where this woman was saying, you know, her daughter was did gymnastics and stuff, and her daughter was making comments. So look how strong she is, and look how what, and and it's amazing that what this mom said. She said, you know what, I have a son too, and my son is not uh, running around wanting to be half naked with uh, a tattoo on his stomach like Adam Levine. You know, why do we have this double standard for girls and? why, you know, why can't we celebrate that this 50 year old woman can go out there and bring it seriously? Like she could, she, she went, she went out there and she, I, 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 I would be in the nursing home if I went out and tried to do that. So anyway, um, I, let's just say I, I, I felt that this performance, 
I'm glad I watched it because normally I don't pay any attention to the Super Bowl or the halftime show or anything. And and I'm just I'm extremely glad that I that I watched it and that I was I was you know present for that. So Anyway, um, that's, you know, that's basically all I had to talk about today, but I want to hear from you. I want to hear what, um, cultural body language you can think of and, you know, things that might be, you know, if you come from another culture that, that, you know, gets a lot of criticism for certain things that you, you, you do in your culture, um, because we want to break stereotypes. We want to make sure that everybody, you know, we want to bring enlightenment and education and break through that ignorance. Because again, ignorance feeds fear, which feeds hatred. Ignorance feeds fear, which feeds hatred. It's a, it's a vicious cycle. So let's break that cycle. Let's bring enlightenment. Let's bring education because we all have a place here. Every single one of us has a place in the United States. And in this world, every single one of us is worthy to be here. And all of our cultures are worthy of being celebrated and belong here and should be celebrated. So tell me about it. I want to hear about it. Um, I hope that all of you have a wonderful week. I am hoping that I will be 100% recovered coming up because I am going to speak in Texas, Fort Worth, um, on March 11th. I will be somewhat injured still. I will still be in a, in a cast or a splint or something. I'm seeing the doctor two days before. But if you're there, I will be at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Come and see me. I'm speaking on performance-based learning through thematic unit study. Woo-hoo! And language with the five senses. And by the way, if you are a teacher and you want to become certified in language with the five senses, I do online trainings. Uh, I have online trainings now. I also do in-person, which are way more comprehensive, but the online training um, gets you a certification as well for that. So anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will see you back here next week. Have a great day. Au revoir. Oh, and happy Mardi Gras. Laissez les bon temps rouler. Woo!